I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hey. So we are introducing a new episode subject. <laughs> Our Power Couple Spotlight episode. Woohoo! Yay! So this is when or where we're going to talk about the couples of Hallmark because Lifetime doesn't really have any power couples that we can unless, think of. Unless you count Merry Little Baby, Merry Little Christmas. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't count that. It's basically Hallmark people that have been in more than one movie together and they have really good chemistry and all that jazz. So the first power couple we're going to talk about is Andrew Walker and Nikki Deloach. Yep. In honor of their new movie coming out this week. Dying for Chocolate, A Curious Caterer Mystery. So now they're going to officially get their mystery series. And Carrie was just saying that that's kind of the mark of when you transfer over into a power couple. <laughs> yeah, because they had three movies before. And then now they've added this. And I'm telling you, I did some polls. Are we upset that they're canceling all these mystery movies like the matchmaker mysteries and the picture perfect mysteries specifically because they take so long for the mm -hmm. relationship arc to happen so when that was happening everybody's like yeah i want all the old ones back i don't want new ones and then all of a sudden it's like hey nikki and andrew are in a new mystery series together okay can i change my mind <laughs> yeah because everybody wants to see them together in this mystery series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, that's a really good call. It's a really good call. If you're going to get rid of something that you know people already really like, mm -hmm. replace it with something you know that they're, they're going to like also. That they're going to love. Yeah. We're just going to kind of recap the movies that they've been in that have led up to this point. And Carrie and I were both surprised that they're not in as many movies together as we thought. Yeah, I just figured Which I missed weird. some along the way. <laughs> yeah. So the first one that they starred in was A Dream of Christmas from 2016. This is where Nikki and Andrew are already married, but she's wishing like to be single again and have like her old life. Except when a Christmas angel grants that wish, she learns that that's not exactly what she wanted after all and tries to win her husband back. And the alternate title for this was It's a Wonderful Wife. Oh, my goodness. Which kind of made me laugh. I wish you could see my face. I mean, at least I didn't go with it officially, but... I am that... I am the speechless emoji followed very quickly by the eye-rolly emoji. Oh, my goodness. It's not great. Have you seen this movie? You know, I was trying to figure out... This is the only one where I was like, I don't know if I've seen this one or not. It's from 2016, so it is several years old, and we know that I have a memory problem. Is this the one where she falls off the ladder when decorating the tree? I mean, that might be it. I don't really remember much about this movie. It's actually not my favorite. I don't love storylines where they're already together, and then, you know, they try and change the past, and then they try and get back together. I don't remember much about this except that I didn't love it. And I actually don't rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think next year I'm going to save it and try to watch it. Maybe it'll be on like Christmas in July or something when I'm really in need of something to watch and see if it's the one that I remember because I don't really remember. I agree. These are not always my favorite. I feel like some of them have done these kind of time travel-y things relatively well. You know, Shoe Addicts Christmas is one of my all-time favorites. But Mm -hmm. I think that's because A, Jean, why am I blocking Gene Smart. Yeah. I was going to say Gene Carroll, and I was like, I know that that's not right. That's a different person. <laughs> okay. And she's so fantastic in that. And I like that one because it's more like a this is where you could have been kind of scenario if you had mm-hmm. made different decisions versus I'm going to go back in life, back in time, and re- like I regret where I'm at. And I agree with you. The fact that they're already together and she's like regretting it is kind of like... I don't really care for this. Yeah. So not the best Nikki and Andrew movie, but if you're wanting to watch their whole catalog together to see how their chemistry grows, I suppose you should start at A Dream of Christmas. (laughs) I suppose. Maybe that's why it's not the greatest either. Maybe it's because it's their first one. And so they're still like learning each other. Well, it could be that could be it. But also, I feel like there are occasions where you're only as good as the script allows you to be. And since this is true, these kinds of things are things that you and I don't tend to care for. That probably colors our opinion of it. People who love these types of storylines may really love it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's true. So the second movie is The Perfect Catch, and it came out in 2017. Nikki plays a single parent who's an owner of a struggling diner, and she finds The inspiration she needs when her high school boyfriend, Chase, a professional baseball player, returns. And so in this one, she has the son who also plays baseball and he's having a hard time and needs coaching and Chase helps him with coaching. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on this one? (laughs) I haven't seen it all the way through. And what I actually remember is the end because I'm fairly certain Andrew shows up at a food truck. I think you're right because she was, that was, I think the way that she was going to save the diner was by getting a food truck. Yeah, like converting it. This is terrible that we spotlight this couple and we haven't even watched. <laughs> well, I know that I have watched movies. this movie all the way through. It's just been too long since I have watched it. You know what I'm saying? I did like this one. I mean, this also was not my favorite movie, but it's not because of her and him. I think that they acted fine in this movie. I don't know what it was. You know, I used to, I, we had like season tickets to the Royals when I was a kid and used to love baseball. But for some reason, I feel like the sporting ones of these movies are never nearly as good. (laughs) But maybe Mm. that's just me. Yeah. I just don't care for the, I guess the single parent aspect. Yeah. You know, I never relate to the parenting ones or you know with the last one them already being married kind of thing but I do think Andrew looks like a baseball player like I agree <laughs> he looks he's very, very good in this poster I was gonna say he looks very good in this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I would probably recommend watching it just because he fits that baseball look very well yeah and the oh, next one okay. we actually really like so there's that yes <laughs> We do remember watching it, and I think this is probably what cemented them as a power couple to us. (laughs) Yeah. And it's Sweet Autumn from 2020. The summary is, doesn't even start with Nikki's character. It starts, Aunt Dee splits her candy shop between her niece, Maggie, and Maple Farmer Dex. 
following letters D left, the two uncover the reason for her decision during the Sweet Autumn Festival. I wonder if we also really like this one because it was one of the first new movies like during the pandemic in 2020. And so it was like, finally, we get something that's new and happy (laughs) after a few months of not. Well, and we also, this was one of the first movies that we ever covered for the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Because that fall is when we started. This one is very fall. Oh, yeah. So that was like, like... fall leaves everywhere. Yes. That was like a real big, like, it makes you feel good, I feel like, watching a fall movie. The colors, the leaves, the... I don't know. It's like, it, it's almost like a Christmas thing where you kind of feel warm. Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. It, it gives you the right, like, feeling of comfort of being inside and everything. This was the first time that they had some different things. We had the maple farmer, which was new then. And the maple tapping the tree for sap. Yeah. Like all the stuff that they've done in this movie was new at the time. And then they saw how successful it was and they've replicated it ever since. I think the best part of this movie was the chemistry between Autumn, Autumn, Nikki and Andrew and their kiss at the end. Like I rarely rewatch the kisses, but I've rewatched this kiss (laughs) because it's so good. I did not rewatch this kiss, but I don't think I did. Here comes my memory problems. I you really might have rewatched did. it because I said I rewatched it and was like, here, you have to rewatch it. That could possibly be it. I wouldn't put it past you or me. <laughs> <laughs> but I just really lo- liked this movie. I thought it was really sweet. I kind of liked the mystery solving aspect to it where they're following the letters to try to figure it out and, you know. Mm-hmm. How they end up loving each other. Because, you know, knowing my luck, I would have this happen. And then the person that I have to share my candy shop with is a jerk. <laughs> that never changes so you don't fall in love with them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because <laughs> sometimes they do start out as a jerk in the movies. But then, you know, they change and they soften. I wonder if I forgot kind of the mystery aspect of this movie. I wonder if that's kind of what inspired Hallmark or these two to be like, Hmm, we could really make it in a a mystery movie that's like a true mystery movie. Um, And thus, Dying for Chocolate was born. I don't think so. I think they knew they needed a winner because people were so irritated with what they're doing with the mysteries. Because there's no logic behind it. Like, you could argue that maybe Matchmaker Mysteries gets canceled because... Danica's now signed a deal with GAC, but why have we not had the sixth crossword mysteries that was already greenlighted last year? They greenlighted three of them, but only filmed two of them. So why hasn't there been a sixth one yet? And they've both now signed contracts exclusive with Hallmark. So there's no reason that they don't have that. And then Mystery 101, we're all sitting here like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So you're canceling all these movies and you're not giving us the ones that you know that we like. Uh, on our on our Instagram, Mystery 101, by far the favorite. Second, yeah. Crossword Mysteries. And yeah. why don't we have another one of either one of those yet? That is a good question that a Hallmark executive <laughs> needs to hope, answer. Hope you're listening. You can come on. <laughs> we'll uh, chit chat with you and try to be nice. So I think they did this because right. they knew it was going to be a winner. I, I guess so. I guess you're right. I'm just trying to think of the mysteries now. I did see that Andrew was, I'm guessing he was a side character in a wedding planner mystery with Erica Durant oh, yeah. from like 2014. The, I don't know whatever happened to those. I never even heard of them. They weren't good. Before. I started oh, that really? 
one and I watched about 15 minutes of it and I was like, this is no bueno. And I bailed. Oh, dang. So. There you go. So those are the four. Well, we didn't Nikki cover the and Dying by Chocolate. Well, I kind of mentioned it in the beginning, but I guess I we could do the summary. I'm just going to give the summary real fast so people know, especially since it's coming up this week. Set your recordings. Colorado caterer Goldie Berry, whose name we absolutely love, teams with detective Tom Schultz to identify the ingredients that led to the mystery death of her friend and ends up discovering a hidden recipe for murder. Bum, bum, bum. You know what? I will say, I feel like this one, I didn't say this in the preview when we talked about it. I do feel like this one makes more sense. So this is almost like Gourmet Detective, mm-hmm. where he gets brought in because he is a food connoisseur, I guess. And so he knows a lot of things about the way food is like chef's work and creating things and whatnot. So I do like the fact that she's helping to identify the ingredients that led to mystery death, mysterious death. Whereas like murder, she baked, she's just a baker and rarely does it ever have anything to do with actual baking. (laughs) So I do appreciate the fact that, you know, she has some sort of knowledge base that is helping her in this one. I guess so. We'll see if it continues into the next one though. Yeah. She can't always be just discovering the gradients. That's true. That would get boring (laughs) fast. All right. So we are going to touch on Nikki and Andrew have been in four movies together or will be when Dying for Chocolate comes out. But they have also been in two movies each with another co-star, but didn't somehow transfer into power couple status. Although one of these I definitely think is a power couple to me. Not going to lie. Okay. We'll get into it. I'll be curious to learn. Yeah. We're going to start with Andrew first. So Andrew has been in two movies with, and I can never say her name correctly, but it's Ariel Keeble or Keble, who we both like. So in 2012, which is long before he ever met Nikki, he was in A Bride for Christmas, where a single man tries to win a bet by getting a woman recovering from a broken engagement to marry him by Christmas. And then... A few years later, in 2015, he was in Bridal Wave with Ariel, where a woman goes to a resort to get married. While she waits for her fiancé to show up, she meets another man. So both wedding movies, one Christmas, one springy, same co-stars. What do you think? These are my uh, some of my absolute favorite movies. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't consider them to be a power couple because, what did you say, 2012 and what? 2015. Yeah, so now we're going on seven years since they've come out with a movie together. If they had done another one between then and there, I think we would be at the point where we could say it. But these two are great movies. If you haven't seen them, I I love both of these. Bridal Bridal Wave is probably one of my top non-Christmas movies. And then A Bride for Christmas is actually one of my top Christmas movies. (laughs) Yeah. It's just Andrew and Ariel are really good together. And... I feel like they're like comparable in my mind to the him and Nikki dynamic. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a different dynamic, but they just don't get as much screen time because they haven't been in as much together. And I kind of feel like that's an aerial thing because she hasn't been in a ton of Hallmark movies. I think it's because she spreads herself between other channels because I know she's done Lifetime and some other things. No, I agree. I think it is because of her that they haven't had another one because I don't think she's been in anything else. I don't remember her being in any other movies. And, you know, I love her from Vampire Diaries. So mm-hmm. anytime I see her, I'm like, hey, I want to be, I want to watch this. <laughs> she was in a spring one, A Brush with Love with, oh, yeah. what is his name? He's super cute. Is it Nick Bateman? I think that's who it is. Yeah. Where she's an artist and he's yep. kind of trying to decide his life. That was a cute one from 2019. 
would have been better. That was a few years Andrew ago. Walker, though, I'm not going to lie. It would have been. Let's see. She was in a Christmas Witness last year. Uh, that was not one of these this... movies, though. Oh, my gosh. But I feel like I want to watch it because it has Colin Egglesfield as well. Oh, add it to the recording. I don't know where you can get it, but. I don't know either. This is the summary. Federal Marshal Jessica, Jesse Temple, must keep mob informant and ladies man, Dean Cupo, safe until he testifies the day after Christmas. But the scorned mob boss's wife, a case of mistaken identity with a mall Santa Claus, an overly amorous mayor, a pugnacious hitman, oh my gosh, and a hideout town (laughs) bubbling over with holiday cheer derail the mission. There's a lot going on in this movie. It kind of reminds me of the Santa Stakeout. Maybe. You know, it has all these, the Santa Stakeout had a lot of going on with like the neighbors and the everything and thefts and the, you know, whatever. I can't tell if this is actually like supposed to be some kind of thriller thing or if it's actually a romance comedy. I don't know. Either way, a very random and non-Hallmark. Yeah. So that's Andrew and Ariel. Well, I have one more thing to add to Andrew and Ariel. Oh, okay. You know who else you could add as a potential power couple? Who? Andrew and Bethany Joy Lenz. Oh, that's right, because they've also been in two movies together. One of them being a Lifetime movie, though. Snowden Christmas, which is also one of my top <laughs> Christmas movies. And then Bottled with Love. The yes, most bo- romantic movie ever. <laughs> which actually would probably make one of my top favorite non-Christmas movies. All right. So Nikki and Michael Rady have been in two movies together. They've been in Love to the Rescue from 2019 which is when two families want to adopt the same rescue dog, single mom Kate faces her fear of falling in love again after agreeing to shared custody of the pup with single dad Eric and his son. And then they've also been in two turtle doves, also from 2019. Dr. Sharon Hayes searches for a beloved family heirloom in a small Christmas town. When she unexpectedly discovers an adorable little girl and her disheartened father, she realizes that Christmas miracles really do happen. And I actually really love both of these. And I think Michael and her are a really good pair, too. So I know I've seen the dog one. I did really like it. They had really funny interactions, which, you know, I appreciate. I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. two turtle doves. Really? Yeah, I They had so. a really good kiss, and they had a very, like, adult conversation that was serious and intense. It was, it was really sweet. Well, obviously, it was a movies and mysteries movie, so it's more serious. I can't believe yeah. you haven't watched it. Well, that's probably why. What year was it? 2019. Yeah, that was before I got Movies and Mysteries, and my mom never had it, which is who I always watch the movies with. And then you never recorded it last year, the year before that. I didn't know I was supposed to. Carrie. Of course you're supposed to. It's Michael Brady. And then Nikki. But you, I mean, when you're looking at the names, like if you're scrolling through, if you're just looking at the names, I don't don't know that. Now, if I click on it and I see it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Fine, next year, I'll, this year. Well, this year, you'll I'll record, record it. it. I'm curious to know why she hasn't been in more things with Michael, considering they did two in one year. And I wonder, again, if it's a matter of him, because he wasn't even in a Christmas movie this last year, right? No, I don't think so. And I feel like he, even though he's definitely like a, a common person that you see in these movies, I don't feel like he is a staple, like... Andrew Walker is. You know what I'm saying? You expect to see a Mm -hmm. couple of movies a year. Every Christmas you expect to see a movie. But Michael Rady, I feel like it's kind of like 
maybe he fits it his schedule it's like where he can fit it in he'll do them or something like that I don't know yeah I'm looking at his like acting credits apparently he's kind of a regular on Chicago Med now from 21 to 22 and then he's been in a couple episodes of other shows so he hasn't been in a Hallmark movie since New Year's Resolution which you know they shot that before January 2021. Yeah. So 2020. Uh, and then the Christmas bow, which came out in 2020. And then the yeah. stupid You're Baking Me Crazy 2020. So <laughs> it's been. <laughs> he did like a couple a year for Hallmark. And then he just kind of. It's basically been over a year since he's done anything for them. Oh, and he was on Timeless. I forgot about that. Come back, Michael. I miss you. It seems like, I mean, if you're looking through here, it's like Cloudy with a Chance of Love in 2015, right? That and one then, was interesting. And then in 2016, Christmas in Homestead. 2007, A Joyous Christmas. 2018, Christmas at Pemberley Manor. So it's like, maybe they maybe they had him sign a deal where he would do multiple movies, multiple Christmas movies every year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then May, and then he had two in 2019 and two in 2020 or 2020. Yeah, two in 2020 and then one in 2021. So maybe there was something with the way that they signed up their contracts where they guaranteed him additional movies for signing to do something. Maybe. They need to guarantee him again. I would say maybe after doing your Bacon Me Crazy, he was just like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is so terrible. <laughs> but he went on to do the Christmas bow and a New Year's resolution which we love a New Year's resolution. And the Christmas bow is great too. Yeah. I don't know, Michael, but we want to see you again. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, that wraps up our power couple spotlight for Nikki Deloche and Andrew Walker. Our next power couple is, we don't know yet. Maybe we'll (laughs) do a poll. I was going to say, find us on Instagram and tell us who you'd want our next power couple to be. (laughs) Yeah, because I can come up with one... Two, I can come up with two on the top of my head, power couples. But after that, it might be difficult. No, I agree. I know the two you're thinking of, and I agree that those are definitely on the list. I would have to think about it some more. Well, we're not doing another one of these for a little bit anyway. Our next episode is actually going to be the first review episode for April Spring to Love Movies. Woo! Yeah, where we get to talk about... Always Amore, which at this moment yes. in time has not yet released because we're I'm going out of town next week and we're recording this early. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll also talk about A Royal Runaway Romance and Just One Kiss, which I talked to Carrie or messaged Carrie that the little sneak peek for Just One Kiss that they showed during, I think it was A Second Chance at Love, I did like. It was cute. They well, sang there- together, both of them. Yeah. And there was a preview. I didn't, I only heard like the very beginning of it. And I was trying to get through watching those movies because I was behind. And so I fast forwarded through it, but they had like a little preview, not like a sneak peek, but just like a preview of the runaway royal one. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I have to go here. And he's like, well, you know, I can't just let you go. So there is like, she's running away. And I guess he's not letting her go by herself. And that's the reason that they end up. Well, yeah, because I saw the. Another part where I think it was her uncle was like, my niece deserves to have some fun. So just go with her and make sure she's okay. Okay. So it's not a total, I'm going to escape everyone and, you know, they're going to be searching for me. They know where she's going kind of thing. So that's nice. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Until then. Adios. Bye. So subscribe to 
the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes release. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.